It's Thursday, June 15th, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. Chairman Jerome Powell of the Federal Reserve offered a nuanced view Wednesday of how the Fed intends to address its core challenge at a time when inflation is both below its peak but still well above the central bank's 2% target. The plan? Give it more time and maybe some help from additional interest rate hikes. On a hopeful note, Powell also suggested that the trends that are needed to further slow inflation from lower apartment rents to slower growing wages are starting to click into place. As a result, the Fed decided Wednesday to forego another increase in its benchmark interest rate, leaving it at about 5.1%. The pause followed 10 straight hikes in 15 months, the fastest series of increases in four decades. By leaving rates alone, at least for now, Mr. Powell and other top Fed officials hope to use the extra time to more fully assess how higher borrowing rates have affected inflation and the economy. They also want to see whether the collapse of three large banks this spring will weigh on lending and growth. Around the world, as many as 30,000 people in Sweden are involved in criminal networks, the country's justice minister said Thursday, describing the figure as breathtaking and vowing to introduce new legislation to fight organized crime. Lethal firearm violence has increased dramatically and Sweden is in an extraordinarily serious situation, said Gunnar Stromer, as he explained that an official investigation set to begin later this year would look into ways to convict more criminals. Criminal gangs have become a growing problem in Sweden, a country of 10 million that has experienced an increase in drive-by shootings, bombings, and grenade attacks. Through May, there have been 144 shootings this year with 18 fatalities, according to Swedish police. Meanwhile, rescue workers transferred the bodies of dead migrants to refrigerated trucks as a major search continued Thursday for possible survivors of a sea disaster in southern Greece. Hundreds of people are still feared missing. At least 78 bodies have been recovered after a fishing boat crammed with migrants seeking to make it from Libya to Italy capsized and sank a day earlier in deep waters off the Greek coast. Rescuers saved 104 passengers, including Egyptians, Syrians, Pakistanis, Afghans, and Palestinians, mostly men and including eight minors, but authorities fear that hundreds of others may have been trapped below deck. If confirmed, that would make the tragedy one of the worst ever recorded in the central Mediterranean. Greece declared three days of mourning and politicians suspended campaigning for a general election on June 25th. Back in the U.S., House lawmakers passed the second bill in as many days Wednesday to fend off federal action on gas stoves. Moving legislation aimed at stopping the Energy Department from finalizing a proposed efficiency regulation for the appliances. The Biden administration has repeatedly disavowed any ban on gas stoves, but the bipartisan bill, alongside legislation passed Tuesday to preemptively prohibit the Consumer Product Safety Commission from using federal funds to ban gas stoves, represents Republican efforts to combat what they call overreach by the Biden administration and its efforts to push efficiency measures as part of a larger anti-fossil fuel agenda. Senator Dan Sullivan of Alaska led seven colleagues Wednesday in introducing companion legislation to prohibit the Energy Department from implementing its proposed rule. And, 
A U.S. Army base in Louisiana was renamed to Fort Johnson in a ceremony this week in honor of Sergeant William Henry Johnson, a black hero of World War I who was posthumously awarded the Medal of Honor. Johnson was injured when he fought off a German night raid while serving on the front lines of France in 1918, according to the National Museum of the United States Army. Former President Theodore Roosevelt named him one of the five bravest Americans to serve in the conflict. His granddaughter Tara Johnson said Tuesday that naming of the base where soldiers come to train to protect the country was more recognition than she ever imagined. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.